Hey girl, hey, and welcome to the Faith in It podcast. I am your host, LaShonda Tania, and I am so excited to be jumping into a new episode of the podcast with you. If you have been listening since inception, I know it's been a minute since, but we back and I am just so excited. So happy Faith in It February. It is the first Monday of the month and what better way to continue celebrating Faith in It February than with a new podcast episode to help you and to empower you on your faith journey. If you are new to the podcast, the Faith in It podcast is here to help you to grow and maintain your relationship with God through practical conversations, motivational discussions, and of course, through the word. So we're just going to go ahead and hop right into today's topic, which is just a touch. So y'all, when I was reading the word, I was reading in Matthew As I was reading this story, I just thought in my mind, I just kept on hearing just a touch, just a touch. All you need is a touch from Jesus for things to change. So we're going to go ahead and hop right into the word. I read this in two different translations in my study time. But for today's purposes of the podcast, I'm going to be reading in my NLT Life Application Bible. So. It starts at Matthew 9, verse 18. So the title of this, it says that Jesus heals a bleeding woman and restores a girl to life. It says, as Jesus was saying this, the leader of the synagogue came and knelt before him. My daughter has just died, he said, but you can bring her back to life if you just come and lay your hand on her. So Jesus and his disciples got up and went with him. Just then, a woman who had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding came up behind him. She touched the fringe of his robe, for she thought, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was healed at that moment. When Jesus arrived at the official's home, he saw the noisy crowd and heard the funeral music. Get out, he told them. The girl isn't dead. She's only asleep. But the crowd laughed at him. After the crowd was put outside, however, Jesus went in and took the girl by the hand and she stood up. The report of this miracle swept through the entire countryside. Y'all just a touch girl just a touch all you need is just a touch from Jesus for things to change in your life so I just want to kind of back it up and as I was reading this I have always heard about you know the woman with the issue of blood but I've never really took the time to really you know study and go deep within that Um, and then even this story about the girl who was dead and Jesus brought her back to life I had never really heard this so as I've been journeying through Matthew Matthew is is a gospel is giving an account to Jesus's ministry and this particular gospel is um, basically proven and showing the storyline and giving an account that Jesus is the Messiah based on the old prophecies within the Bible. So as I was reading this, I'm like, whoa, I already knew, you know, um, that faith can move and, and make things happen. And our faith is important. But the fact that these people were getting healed because of their faith, man, this really hit different for me for the past six months, almost seven months now, I have been dealing with an issue with my thyroid and 
it, it kind of just came out the blue, quite frankly. It was a lot going on, um, you know, with my body. I just wasn't really quite sure what was happening. A lot of different symptoms was going on. And when I first learned about this, you know, I was very scared. I was very, very shook. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was very defeated. I was very discouraged. And I went to the specialist and things like that. And when I first heard about this, I started looking up different supplements, trying out different things, trying to do things in my own strength and things that, you know, we can find out here in the world. But I'm not going to lie. I was a little scared. Not that I didn't have faith, but I now looking back, realized I was putting my faith in all of these other things to heal me, the supplements, the, you know, the diet or whatever the case may be, whatever have you. So to to kind of go back to that a month later, after I did all these supplements and things that I thought my results were worse than they were in the beginning. At that appointment, I was so defeated. I cried. I was frustrated. I felt like everything that I was doing was in vain. Um, I know that I was praying, but I really just had to tap in and say, did I have faith? Did I have faith that Jesus could heal me? So one day as I was praying, um, the name Jehovah Rapha came to me and I didn't know what that meant. So I looked it up and I learned that it means the God who heals. So I just took that as confirmation. Like God just really whispered his, his sweet you know, his name to me so that I can look it up and I can be encouraged in this time. So after that appointment, I just said, you know what, I'm off all the supplements. I'm off all of everything. I am not going to do anything else. I'm just going to trust that you're going to heal me, God, and that I'm going to scream from the rooftops when you do it. So months went on. Um, I had to get my levels checked every two months. So months went on the next two months, the levels were getting better, but they were still, you know, like in a critical range where the doctor was recommending medication. So when I went to my appointment and she was talking about that, I let her know, you know, I do believe that I will be healed. Like I have faith in this. She was saying, you know, she considers this to be something that could be chronic. She considers this to be something that would get worse over time. So she believes that just in anticipation of things getting worse, we should go ahead and start medication. Y'all in that moment, again, I knew I knew my faith. I I went into that appointment with faith and I was scared, but I still, you know, I had faith. I had faith like, okay, God. I need you. I need you. I need you. I'm literally crying out to God, you know, and when she said that, I'm just like, uh, we have power in our tongues. You know, there's life and death in the power of a tongue. Let's not anticipate that things will get worse if that is not the case. You know, she felt comfortable with me continuing to be monitored. And then I felt comfortable continuing to trust God. So even though, um, you know, things were not exactly where I wanted them to be at the time I still held faith had faith and I still held on y'all fast forward to about four months after everything happened initially maybe four to five months after everything happened I looked I went back um and I got my levels checked again and then they were again they were in like basically getting better and now this the same doctor who just said she thought things were getting worse there, the things were getting better. And she literally sent me a message on the my chart, like, you know, the, the levels are stable. I, I don't recommend any medication. Um, I don't even recommend any more monitoring. Have a great day. So I'm just like, okay, that's it. You know, um, an, another month and a half went past. And like I said, I was getting my levels checked every two months. So I still went ahead and got my levels checked. And, and to my surprise, 
my levels were in normal range. So the last couple of times they were still out of range, kind of high, but they were in a normal range based on, you know, like what the lab considers to be normal. So in that moment, y'all, I knew it was nothing but God. I knew it was nobody but God. I knew that Jesus had healed me. So when I went back to the appointment, you know, just to talk with her and things like that, she was still saying, you know, this could be a mild case and things like that. It, It was like, as she was looking, as she was talking, you know, she she had her, I don't want to say reservations about things, but I just knew in my head, like, man, this was nothing but God. And I just prayed that she kind of remembered, you know, that I did tell her that I have faith that I'm going to be healed um, and things like that. So I just shared that story to say it literally takes just a touch. But also to let you know that healing is not instantaneous and it is also not linear. So while my body has made progress and God has healed those things within me, there was times along that journey where I didn't feel as encouraged, but I still had faith. So just think about that with this woman who had the issue of blood. When I went down, it says in my uh, life application part, it said that this woman has suffered for 12 years with this disorder. In our times of desperation, we may feel like we've suffered too long long to find help or are too damaged to be repaired but God knows each of us we don't have to worry about the correct correct way to reach out to God after this woman courageously reached out to touch Jesus's robe she received healing like this woman first reach out in faith Jesus will respond I share my testimony because I don't want it to just be, um, you know, so far off where you're feeling like this is just something that's happening in biblical days. It is not. There are constantly people, you know, who are being healed by Jesus. And I just wanted to, you know, encourage you to let you know that it may not be something that is health related. It may not be something, you know, that is in your body, but it could be something in your mind. It could be something in your heart. It could be something, you know, from your past that is holding you down or that you feel needs to be healed. But, you know, as we're just thinking about this, everybody has something different. The man who came to Jesus, that religious leader, he came because his daughter had died. And he said that, can you just bring her back to life? I know you can, if you just lay your hand on her. So he he said that he know that his daughter could come back alive if Jesus put his hand on her. It's no way in the world that we would think that type of stuff, you know, today, just in our modern times. But this man said that he knows if Jesus, again, just to touch y'all, if Jesus could just give a touch, his daughter would be brought back. So as I thought about that in just relationship to us and right now, It may not be just like a physical death, but think about a spiritual death, something that has died on the inside of you. Maybe it is your self-esteem. Maybe it is your belief. Maybe it is your, you know, just zest and zeal for life on a day to day basis. Maybe it is your joy. What is it that has died inside of you that you just need Jesus to come on and touch and just say, you know, so that you can be healed or set so that it can come back alive within you. As I thought about all of this, it was a couple of things that stood out. One, it was because of these people's faith. Jesus said it right there in Matthew 9, 22. Daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. 
Your faith has made you well. I had to say that a few times because when Jesus said that, it really stuck out to me that it was a a lot of different things, you know, a lot of different layers within this story. But a few that I wanted to pull out is one. These people went to God with their issues. They came to God with what it was that they were dealing with. They didn't try to hide it from him. They didn't try to cover it up. They didn't try to make it something that it wasn't. He came right to God and told him what it was. The woman who reached out to God, she knew what her issue was. Something else is that back in these times, think about this, dealing with this for 12 years, you don't think that she's tried all of these different things. You don't think that, you know, there has been different maybe methods that she has even tried. It says that she was seen as an untouchable, but Jesus changed that and restored her. And I really want to just, you know, put that in our minds. Like sometimes we can be thinking that we have to give up on things, you know, like we have to think like, oh, just because this is the way that it is means that this is the way that it's going to be. That is not true. Just because a situation looks hopeless does not mean that there is no hope. All you need is a touch from Jesus, girl. So I just I just really want to encourage you with that. A few points to pull out from this story and lessons that we can apply to our lives is the one These people knew what their issue was and they brought it to God. The first thing you need to do is bring it to God. Bring it to him. God cannot bless who you pretend to be. I know you hear that all the time, but he couldn't pretend that his daughter wasn't dead. She couldn't pretend that she wasn't bleeding. They had to be for real with him. So tell God what it is that you're dealing with. Be open, be honest, be raw, be authentic. Whether you have to write it down, whether you have to cry in the shower, girl, whether you just have to, you know, let it out in whatever way that you need to let it out. But the first thing you need to do is bring it to God, bring it to him. The second thing is to have faith, truly believe that Jesus wants to be your savior because he is. Jesus is our savior. So believe that, believe that believe that a a sidebar when I talk about the belief is in Matthew if you keep keep reading within the story um about how Jesus healed the blind and the mute there was a point on Matthew 9 and 28 where these blind men were following Jesus and they asked uh they were saying like have mercy on us have mercy on us it said that when they went into the house Jesus asked them do you believe that I can make you see Yes, Lord, they told him we do. And verse 29 says, then he touched their eyes and said, because of your faith, it will happen. Because of your faith, it will happen. So have faith and really, really believe that Jesus can do what it is that you are asking him to do. I know that it's not going to be something that's instantaneous or overnight, but that's why it's important for us to get into the word. That's why it is important for us to know the God that we serve, to know Jesus's personality. If you are not um, there in your walk, I will really encourage you to read Matthew 9. Just read the whole Matthew 9. Really get started with the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, because that goes and talks all about Jesus's life. So just as we are building relationships with people in the natural, this is a way where you can get to know Jesus, you know, back and forth. Look and see what he talks about. Just like when you get to know anybody, you hear what they talk about. Look and see what he does. Look at his actions. They're backing up his words. So go into the word and really, really, really allow Jesus to build your faith up through who he already has been. The third thing is to wait. Wait on his response. 
This woman did have to deal with this issue for 12 years. I'm pretty sure that she was down. She was hopeless at points. But when she knew and she saw that it was Jesus that would fix her issue, just like me with the supplements, I'm thinking about all of this type of stuff. And I was so hopeless and, you know, focusing on the things that I thought I could do. When I truly gave it to Jesus, I truly gave it to God. I believe that is when things shifted for me. This man came on behalf of his daughter. So maybe it's not you who is needing the healing. Maybe it's not you who who is needing, you know, this specific piece of encouragement. But just know that we all have a role to play. You may be the quote unquote father in this situation. You may be having to go to Jesus for somebody else. So let your faith Let your faith be an instrument to help someone else with their healing. Let your faith, you know, you go to Jesus, you pray for them, you intercede for them and let your faith be be a catalyst to move in their lives, be a catalyst, you know, for them to believe in Jesus. And like the woman, she reached out, she reached out to God. It didn't say that she was sitting around for the 12 years and then, you know, Jesus came to her. He could have. Don't get me wrong. He could have. But she reached out and she said just a touch from the fringe of his garment, his clothes. She said she even had to touch him. Just something he had on, something that was on him, something that was connected to him, something that was his. That's the word, y'all. That's prayer, y'all. That's our faith, y'all. That's what's connecting us. So she reached out and she touched just just his garment and he said it because of your faith you have been healed and he told her to be encouraged so stay encouraged y'all the last thing that I want to point out is do it throughout all of this stuff as these people were believing um really the father's instance when he was believing for his daughter and again when I talk about the death and the the things that could be dead like those spiritual things or self-esteem or you know whatever it could be for you it said that why why Jesus was on the way the crowd laughed the crowd laughed but Jesus still healed so don't worry about what the crowd is saying don't worry about what people are saying about your situation don't worry about if people you know think you're crazy for believing in Jesus or thinking that something is going to change because look how things have been don't worry about it don't worry about it Jesus didn't worry about it. In fact, he told them to get out. He put the crowd out and then he did what it was that he needed to do. So get the crowd out of your mind. Get their thoughts out of your mind. Don't even worry about it. Have faith. Go forth believing that Jesus will do exactly what he said that he would do. He told us that he is Jehovah Rapha. He is the God who heals. So we have to believe that. I really just want to leave you with that, sis, and let you know that all it takes is just a touch, just a touch for your circumstances to change. Reach out to God, get in his word, truly allow him to build your faith up. I pray that this episode encouraged you. If it did, feel free to tag us on Instagram at Faith in It Ministries. If you would like to connect with me, you can follow me at LaShonda Tania. I will leave a link to the two Bibles that I am using in the show notes. I'll actually leave like a whole little Amazon list of things that you can use to enhance your Bible time and your study life and all of those things so yes y'all I'm so excited to be back happy faith in February whatever it is that you have going on remember that all it takes is just a touch from Jesus for things to turn it around 
Thanks again for listening. I really hope that this episode blessed you and encouraged you. If it did, feel free to leave a review. Your reviews is what gets this show out there. It allows other people to see what people are saying about this show, see that it is highly recommended. Share this with a friend. Post it on Instagram and tag us, girl. We need to get this word out there and let let the girlies know. All it takes is just a touch. I love y'all and I'll talk to y'all next week.